menopause does not spell the end of life. Uh, it prepares you for a pro profound time of empowerment, your crone years. And not a lot of women want to be called crone. Uh, when I turned 50, I was invited by a group of older women to join their group, and they called themselves the crones. And I was invited to a crone sleepover, and I was so excited. And I told my mom afterward that I went to a crone sleepover, and um, my mom was horrified. She said, oh my God, they call themselves the crones? Um, yeah, they do. And I proudly wear that uh, mantle now. Um, so my mission is to reclaim the word crone as a title of honor. I want women to look forward to, as a friend of mine said, I look, because of you, I look, what'd you say? I look forward to getting older fiercely. Um, so my purpose is to guide and mentor women through a healthy transition so that they can embrace their cronehood. So the journey is a marathon. I didn't know this <laughs> when I started menopause. I thought menopause was when you stopped your periods, like that was it. Maybe had a hot flash because I had heard lots of jokes told about hot flashes. So um, nobody told me that when I was 40 and I started having seemingly random physical and psychological symptoms, um, I did not tie my racing heart, my migraines, my depression to hormonal changes. Um, and I don't know that anyone my age used the word perimenopause so, or menopause transition. So a little, a little um, some definitions. Perimenopause is the, uh, about 10 years. So 10, this a 10 year typical for some people longer, um, it's, it's a shorter, uh, itself means there's been, you have not had a period for 12 years, you haven't bled for 12 years. So you don't know that you're in menopause until a year later. Uh, there, I think there are hormones, symptoms uh, indicate that you are menopause, in menopause. And postmenopause, those are your cronies and you're in postmenopause for maybe 30 years. And there's uh, several ways to get through menopause. Um, there's natural, that's when your, um, your hormones taper off. And there's premature uh, menopause, which is ha usually happens before the age of 40. Um, sometimes for unknown reasons, sometimes uh, for medical conditions that could be diabetes or hypothyroidism, some brain trauma, if you smoke. Uh, and then artificial menopause, when your ovaries are removed or damaged, and this is uh, a sudden abrupt drop in hormones and symptoms may be more severe. So my experience was um, natural, but do know that everybody, is different. Um, I wanted to point out the illustrations that I have on this on this uh, slide. There's a, in the United Kingdom. There's this thing called the uh, Menopause Char Great Britain. Excuse me, uh, the Menopause Charity. It's a foundation that is trying to raise awareness uh, about menopause, and they have these fabulous. There's they're at bus stops and they are on billboards like 
literally it says lost your lubrication, vaginal dryness effects. Blah, 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 blah. Lost your mind, brain fog is a lot of so anyway. Um, I just I just love the fact that they're trying to raise awareness. Um, so anyway, changes are biological, but they also are linked to feelings and emotions. The obvious change is um, your menstrual cycle gets really wonky. Uh, you, you might bleed more frequently, less frequently, lighter, heavier, astonishingly so. Um, not to get too gross, but there were times I, it's like, holy cow, this came out of me. I was wearing two tampons. Um, this is in the years before uh, menstrual cups. I don't know what, I, anyway. Uh, perhaps the best known or the most joked about are hot flashes. And those can last for three to five years. Um, I manage my hot flashes by envis envisioning that I'm surfing. I was surfing the wave. Um, you can also go through breathing exercises um, that can help. Uh, bladder function. You might need to pee a lot, and maybe it's like being pregnant again. You might have, um, you might leak, especially during exercise, and it's really can be very embarrassing. And some women stop exercising because of that. So um, there are, there's pelvic floor therapy. There are physical therapists who deal specifically with pelvic floor and bladder issues. Um, so you can do that. Um, body composition and loss of muscle mass. Uh, this estrogen drops, this affects the way that fat is distributed through your body. Um, so you can have uh, quality nutrition, get regular exercise, um, hormone replacement therapy can help with many of these symptoms. Um, I did not go through hormone replacement therapy at the time when I was going through menopause. Um, there was some wonky information that was coming out that has since been disproven. Um, uh, at any rate, it, I was encouraged to not take it because I have in my family history of heart disease. And that is what the wonky information seemed to indicate that it increased your um, chances of, of heart disease. That has since been that information has since changed. You know, we were talking about science and the pursuit and always questioning. Well, that information has since changed. Uh, you'd have about 10 years if you do choose to do hormone replacement therapy. There's a 10-year window where it can help with symptoms. Uh, but after that time, it really is not, um, it doesn't do good and may do harm. Brain function, fuzzy thinking. Why did I come into this room? Um, for some people who have history of Alzheimer's and dementia in their family, this can be incredibly frightening. Uh, your breasts may become tingly, tender, or lumpy, just like you're pregnant again or starting uh, at the start of your menstrual cycle. Uh, medications that you're taking may contribute to that tenderness. Your digestion gets really weird. You make less digestive enzymes. Um, as you age. So you may develop new food sensitivities. Mine was avocado and life without avocado is a bitch. Uh, you might get heartburn. You might get gassy. 
a really big um, change is because you lose the protection that estrogen gives you, you lose the protection that you once had against cardiovascular disease. Cardiovascular disease is the number one killer of women over 65. So um, it's not breast cancer. It's not, it's, um, it's the number one killer. Stroke, hardening of the arteries, heart attack. Um, so you want to um, protect yourself by better nutrition, good exercise, less stress, all of the stuff that you hear about. Disney's, dizziness and vertigo. Um, staying hydrated helps with that. Check your medications that you're taking. You might want to do some balance training, yoga, um, or dance, or other um, things that uh, test and improve your balance. Hair issues. You get more hair on your lip. I mean, sometimes your hair falls out on your head. So less on my head, more on my lip. They grow overnight. It's like, what the hell is that? Um, it's one of the side effects that I don't care for. Mood and health, uh, mood swings. Um, I recently wrote on my blog about um, the time I insisted that my husband pull the car over. I don't know what happened. I just snapped. I am not that person. And I said, pull over. I'm walking home. Thank goodness I was only two miles away. And by the time I got home, I, I was calmer. Um, but I was ashamed of that. I was ashamed that I acted in such an irrational way. Had I known that I was in perimenopause, I don't think I would have been ashamed. I know now, I recently asked my husband, do you remember that time? He doesn't even remember it, okay? So all this time I'm thinking, oh my God, I was, how embarrassing. I just, I, I don't know what God, and my husband didn't even remember. So I have like 25 years of carrying the shame with me. I wish I had known I was in a menopause transition. Uh, sex changes, you might have a loss of interest. Lubrication changes, there might be burning and itching. Um, stress management helps, estrogen creams help, vaginal gels help. Um, I've tried them all. Um, if you need recommendations, come at me. <laughs> and your skin gets weird. It might get itchy, it might get oily, you might get acne again. So um, those are some of the symptoms. And you might have some of them, you might have all of them. They might be awful, they might be light. Everybody's different. So what can you do about it? For many symptoms, what helps are these six strategies. And you've heard them all your life, right? Good nutrition, alcohol in moderation, if at all, exercise regularly, practice self-compassion, prioritize sleep and recovery, manage your stress. I, I mean, we've heard that. We hear it over and over and over again. Well, this is last call, okay? Now is the time to get into these habits. Yeah, Sloan says uh, she can't drink anymore. I'm, I can't anymore either for, for uh, a number of reasons. I basically stopped drinking alcohol or I certainly cut it way back. Um, 
so perimenopause and menopause, it's not too late to develop these habits because these are the habits that are going to help you stay healthy after the drop of estrogen, after you lose the protective qualities of estrogen in your body. Um, and it will set you up for a healthy 30 years of being a crone. And if you're gonna have all this power, you might as well be healthy and strong enough to use it, right? Um, so nutrition is, you know, you focus on nutrient dense food that serve your changing body. Uh, good food, healthier food can help alleviate a lot of the discomfort and physical changes, help you maintain a healthy body composition. It, they decrease the disease risk, reduce inflammation. So you have to be careful with carbs. Um, a lot of, you have to boost your protein intake. As you age, your body does not um, process protein as efficiently. Uh, so your protein needs probably are going to go up. Hydrate, 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 hydrate. Vitamin D, if you're not taking it, flax seeds, omega-3 fatty acids, calcium, magnesium, foods that are rich in those um, things can help uh, improve your nutrition and therefore improve your body and the way that you feel. Um, exercise two to four times a week. This protects your lean body mass and your bones. It reduces body fat, especially the visceral fat that's around your organs. And it lowers your risk of breast cancer and it lowers your risk of cardiovascular disease. You will need more recovery, recovery than you used to need. So you have to start paying attention to rest. Um, you may wanna include joint mobility at, uh, work for injury prevention, so yoga, weight-bearing exercises, especially for body composition and muscles. Um, you may want to see a um, pelvic physical therapist in case you have a leaky bladder um, or if you have pelvic pain under load if you're doing weightlifting. I do want to say do not patronize gyms or trainers who belittle you for your shape, your size, your age, or your gender. Um, if somebody walk right out, pay no attention to those kind of of people. Um, you may run into physicians who do that as well. So they are not worth your time. Um, Self-compassion is really important. At midlife, your body begins to rely on the fat tissue that you have to produce the estrogen that your body is now shutting down. And so it therefore gets very hard to get rid of that extra fat, that, the, that tissue. Um, understand that be, self, be compassionate with yourself. Your body's not going to necessarily look or feel the same at some points in your um, menopausal transition. Sleep and recovery, there's, you know, there's all kinds of mental and physical stress, especially at this time of life. You might have teenagers, you might be um, mid-career, you might have aging parents, you might have the start of uh, um, other health issues yourself. And it's really, really important um, to sleep. It gets really hard to sleep because you might have night sweats, which are hot flashes at night. Um, be gentle with yourself. Again, don't 
beat yourself up because you woke up wide awake at one o'clock. So there are lots of ways. A lot of the women who are presenting here today are here and yesterday and tomorrow are healers. And a lot of the um, things that they offer and teach are some of the very things that we can all use at some point during our perimenopause and in, even into um, our postmenopausal years. Uh, what else, what else, what else? Things to think about. Uh, don't worry about fixing everything because you probably can't. Keep a journal of your experiences. It's, you know, call it your owner's manual. Track your symptoms, notice patterns. You need to drink coffee. Do you feel crampy? Does, do temp, for me, temperature changes spark hot, hot flashes. I would go from a hot into a cold, I get a hot flash. I go cold or hot, I get a hot flash. I talk to somebody on the phone, I get a hot flash. Um, so it's just good naming and noticing. Um, gently notice the rhythm of your body. And, and uh, let's see, use emotions as a tool, just like puberty, just like childbearing, menopause is a time of intense hormonal flux with accompanying physical and mental changes. Good thing, good news is you're not 15 anymore. So you can explore these emotions. If you're sad, acknowledge that you're sad. Explore why you're sad. What are you grieving? What do you need to let go? If you're angry, is it because something needs to be protected? Or does, do you need to speak up for yourself? If you're fearful, what needs to be assured or supported? Explore your emotions. Talk to other women. Share your stories. Normalize menopause. Get a coach. Find a crone. Join a crone circle. Get the support and the sense of sisterhood that you need to feel normal. Create a support team. A physical therapist, maybe one that specializes in the pelvic floor. Hire trainers, coaches, therapists, naturopaths, nutritions, dietitians, whatever you need, create that support team. There are, as I said, there's healers like the folks presenting here who do breath work and IET and yoga and movement and Reiki and energy work. Those people will be your support team as well. Define what fitness and health mean to you. What do you value in terms of your physical self? Get off of social media from time to time. Um, if I see another picture of um, some 40 year old being praised as being old and she's, I, there are all kinds of beauty, right? Don't buy into one kind of beauty. Um, social media can mislead you. Uh, so take social media breaks. Don't read ads for wrinkle cream being advertised by 30 year old people. And by all means, ration the fucks that you have to give. Save them for, you know, you wanna give a fuck about something, save it for something really good. What mountain do you wanna die on? Give a crap about something that is worth giving a crap for. Oops, where am I here? 
There we go. Embrace your crone wisdom. Look, we've moved. We've moved. Look, there's color photos here. We have left Kansas and we have gone over the rainbow and now we're going to be crones. Um, <laughs> this woman on the, on the, on my, my, the redheaded woman with glasses. That's my friend, Courtney. She's an author. And she wrote this on her arm. And I, I just, I adored this. It says, my crone beauty in its first youth. I just, oh my gosh, I love that so, so much. Um, but there are other crones here. I, but I do like Courtney's attitude. Menopause coincides with other life changes, the empty nest, relationship adjustments, aging parents, work burnout, a desire to change, to grow. You have, might have a growing awareness that your life does not align with your values. Just like we were talking about at the, at the intro, um, finding your true north. So it might be a good time to look at your life values and see whether your behaviors and your life align with them. Find your true north. So here's my journey of becoming a crone. And my journey made me want other, I want other people to have us, to become crones. Uh, you will do it in your own way. Here's mine. So that picture of the little girl with the red shirt, that's me when I was about 10. And then standing in front of the car, that's me when I was about 16. And I was a girl who had a vision of becoming a strong woman. I played recreational sports. I swam competitively, I competed in track and field, and I appreciated my body for its strength and its potential. And I dreamed of having an athletic future in college, maybe even competing in the Olympics. I knew how I wanted my body to look and how I wanted my body to work. I wanted to be strong, I wanted to have muscles, and that was not the norm, not in the 1960s and not in the 1970s. And because of actions of adults who should have known better, I wound up stuffing those goals and dreams into a secret spot in my heart. And I hid them there for five decades. So where's my, oops. So um, I went through menopause the average way. I was perimenopausal through my forties, postmenopause by 51. But I was busy with children and aging and dying parents in a career. And by the time I was 61, I had lost my true north. Uh, current events fed into some fears and anxiety, and by 61, I was a fucking mess. Uh, I was not dealing well. And then I watched the movie Wonder Woman. <laughs> and a scene from Wonder Woman ripped me apart. Um, I hope this works. Last time I tried this, the video did not come on. So um, I, the sound didn't come on, but I'm going to try to play. <laughs> You're stronger than this, Diane. Okay. Never let your guard down. You expect a battle to be fair. A battle will never be fair. <laughs> right there. 
I, I don't know if you heard the, the audio of that, but Diana's the younger woman and Antio I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Antiope, Antiope is her aunt and her mentor. And uh, her aunt says, harder, you are stronger than this, Diana. And, um, and then says, never let your guard down. Uh, so Diana was the teenage girl that I had hidden in my heart. And Antiope was the crone that I had become. With that explosion, I realized, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I realized I had the crone's power to bring into the light the dreams and hopes of my teenage self. My crone rescued that teenager and integrated her into the person I am now. Ah, cleansing breath. Aware that I had less time in front of me than behind me, I began a year-long plan to repair my mind and my body, and I wound up repairing my soul by asking, what did I believe about myself? What was true? What was still true? Was it ever true? I realigned with my true north. And this is the power of cronehood. I'm now 65. And I'm 15 years postmenopausal. And I can attest to the fact that I feel powerful in every way possible. Part of that's due to strength training that I started at 62. My experience of strength training, um, that picture is what the 15 year old girl wanted to be. So my goal was to let that 15 year old girl manifest itself and be accepted. So with strength training and diet, um, I went after some aesthetic gains. That may not be your goal. It's what I needed to do. Um, but I also got um, strength training uh, made me, um, give me wisdom. It helped me understand that being a crone is being strong. And, and it just integrated so much in my life. I became physically strong, but I became emotionally strong and spiritually strong as well. So. I can say that strength training creates a symbiotic relationship with a woman's physical, mental, and emotional being. And this triad is greater than the sum of its parts. Not, I'm not saying everybody needs to go through this. I'm just saying that this was my experience. So research is showing that the brains of postmenopausal people are being rewired thanks to neuroplasticity. So based on my experience, I believe that one result of this rewiring is the ability to listen to feel and to intuit the world differently because our body chemistry by the time we're in postmenopause has reached a new normal, a different normal. I could finally hear my heart. So this goes back to Amber's presentation and presentations of everybody who preceded me, listening to your heart and integrating it with your head. I think 
my, my particular hormones calmed down enough that I could at last hear that still small voice. And at first that still small voice was the 15 year old girl. So the new normal allows us to cross the threshold and step into the light of our cronehood. And our wisdom and strength emanate like a halo, the crown from which the word crone takes, takes, uh, takes, takes its name. So as crones and elders, we understand what it means to have more time behind us than ahead of us. And our acceptance of the circle of life allows us to guide our people with insight and wisdom and purpose. And this authority was once revered by societies. Jamie and I were talking about this at the outset and it's still revered by some, um, but such power can be seen as threatening. And so the crone and by extension, any aging woman became vilified for a while. She was a witch, a hag, someone to be feared or at least marginalized. And I think it's time to reclaim that power, to embrace the change that comes with menopause because menopause is not the end of life. It prepares you for this profound time of empowerment. Research shows that postmenopausal killer whales are the keepers of knowledge. They're the go-to creatures when the going gets tough. Giraffes recently have been found to do that. I don't know if, I don't think they go through menopause, but matriarchs of a giraffe group are um, showing their herd where to go, what to find to eat. And you may have heard about the matriarchal elephant that led her pack of 15, um, 300 miles across China. Not sure, they're not sure why, but uh, she led them out of their reserve and, and um, into a whole different place in China. They have been safely returned, um, but it was the matriarch who did that. I wish I knew why. Was she taking her herd someplace safer? taking her herd to where there was food? Was it a warning? I don't know, but I really do believe that crones are the ones who are gonna save society. 